Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway account and says, am I the a-hole? Well, am my girlfriend selfish for refusing to learn sign language for my daughter? My daughter, Ruby, was born mute. She can understand words, but we use sign language to communicate. While she can use her phone or write, obviously she prefers to sign. The issue is my girlfriend, Amanda. We've been dating for around nine months and introduced our children around three months ago. They don't know sign language, so communication with Ruby was awkward at first. She hates having to write or use her phone at home, so I taught Amanda some basic signs beforehand. I've continued teaching her and Mia, Amanda's daughter, more in this time. Mia is getting a lot better, actually. But Amanda has apparently decided it's too hard and refuses to learn anymore. She says that it's unnecessary since Ruby can understand her and communicate other ways while Ruby is usually willing to do that for them. She doesn't enjoy it and finds it frustrating. I told Amanda she's being selfish and lazy, that it's not fair to put all the effort on Ruby. It's one thing if she doesn't get it after years, but it's only been a few months. It's just ridiculous. We got into a fight over it and she basically called me an asshole and said it's not her fault she struggles with it, but that doesn't mean just give up. If she wants to be in our life, it's the bare minimum effort to put in. I clearly think she's just being selfish. Well, she thinks I'm an asshole and unfair. I vented to my brother and he agreed with Amanda that I can't force her to learn and not everyone is good with language and that Ruby doesn't need it and I'm coddling her. I'm honestly still pissed off, but I do love Amanda. She's normally thoughtful and kind and I guess it's possible. It's just me being overprotective of Ruby. I think it's a reasonable expectation, but I'm starting to doubt myself. And we're going to start straight in the comments with Pepper90210 who says, not the a-hole. This should be a deal breaker for you. OP responded saying, I've been thinking it might be, but my brother's reaction made me doubt myself. She's never been like this before, so it took me by surprise. Little Lion replies that and says, your brother is an a-hole too. Ask him for someone that I'm guessing you might see a future with to learn how to best communicate with your daughter is not coddling her. And she does in fact need to be able to communicate, but more importantly, in a manner she feels comfortable with. Your daughter, I mean. Asking a child to accommodate an adult is honestly one of the more entitled things I've heard. The fact that an adult is saying, this is too hard for me, do it how I want to, is troubling and something you should really consider before taking any further steps with Amanda. Sharp Yarn says, not the a-hole. Do you see a future with a woman who point-blank refuses to speak to your daughter? Opie responds saying, it's not that she refuses, they do have a way to talk. It's just not as preferred for her. Either way, I think it's wrong. I was already thinking it was worth ending it. It's just my brother and her got in my head and I was worried I was crazy. Canyon Coyote says, no one's an a-hole here. She met your children three months ago and struggles to pick up sign language. While you have a right to choose a partner who will meet your daughter on her level, three months is hardly a lot of time. 
I think you could have an honest discussion and say, I really love you, but I will never propose to and marry someone who won't learn sign language given my daughter. I understand that our relationship is still fairly new and it's a lot to ask, but I won't move forward unless that is something you are willing to do. This will set clear expectations and open an honest dialogue. Amanda will have to make her own decision and you can proceed accordingly. I suspect you have your answer within a few months. If I were to guess, you will break up. And if not, that means she stepped up. Good luck. Pac says, I'm actually going to go against the grain and say no one's an asshole here. This is your girlfriend, not your fiance. It's only been nine months. Learning a new language, including sign language, is hard and time consuming. It is, in fact, a lot to ask someone who doesn't have a solid and enduring relationship with the person they're expected to learn for. If you all were getting married, absolutely she's the asshole. But at this point, if she's overwhelmed by trying to learn, I think that's fair. You want somebody who is going to make communicating with your daughter a priority now. That's also fair. It just means you guys may be incompatible. Vicky Jicky replies that and says, there was a stages of life type image I saw recently and the age where it gets more difficult to pick up a new language was young. I can't remember the exact number, but I think it was seven. Language is hard. Some people can easily pick it up and it's been said that people who are bilingual have a much easier time picking up additional languages after that. But overall, it's a huge commitment that takes a lot of time and effort. It's not like learning about a subject or how to ride a bike or something that's more straightforward slash easier. It's okay for OP to want a partner who can communicate easily with his child and it's okay if potential partners decide that they don't want to put in that kind of effort. The only assholes, in my opinion are the people pretending learning a language is easy for everyone. I don't think either are being assholes. They just have to decide if this is a deal breaker for the relationship. And one more comment from Punk Rock Cockblock who says, Your girlfriend being unwilling to make a minimal effort to communicate with your child in a way that the child is most comfortable with is a bit of an asshole move. But so is expecting your girlfriend over nine months to learn an entire language to communicate with a child they aren't parenting. It seems like you've drawn a line in the sand that Amanda learns to sign for your kid or she's not going to be in your life. Amanda has shown she's not up for that, so respond accordingly. Everyone sucks here. Opie then kindly updates the post one week later and says, I want to thank everyone for the advice and responses. I definitely don't agree with everything, but I can see both sides. First, I do want to clear up some stuff. I'm not sure why so many people act like I sprung it on Amanda. I never said I did, and I certainly didn't. I told her up front about Ruby and was clear that I expected a partner to be willing to put in the effort for her sake. Also, I never criticized Amanda for not being fluent. I had no expectation it would be easy or quick, Hell, I struggled at first. I've never insulted her or had issues with her progress. My only issue was that she refused to try anymore. While my words were immature, it was only after she basically said it wasn't worth learning sign language that I got upset and said it. I find the idea is too soon honestly strange. Wouldn't it be worse for us to be engaged or married before I know she's willing to put in the effort for my daughter? I don't expect perfection, just for her to try. I understand that Ruby needs to be able to communicate in other ways. She has to for school, but that doesn't mean she should be forced to at home. Besides all this, I did consider our relationship serious. I love Amanda. With that aside, I think it's mostly been resolved. Amanda came over and apologized for how she acted. She explained that she'd been trying to hide how much she was struggling and got frustrated seeing how quickly Maya was getting it while she understood nothing. Basically, Amanda was seeing how quickly and effortlessly I was getting close to Maya and got frustrated how quickly Mia was getting it while she understood nothing. 
Basically, Amanda was seeing how quickly and effortlessly I was getting close to Mia and was feeling like she was useless with her lack of progress, especially knowing how important it was to me. We had a long talk about it. I apologized for my immature reaction and explained that it was always non-negotiable for me. And I brought up that if it would make her miserable and resentful, it may be better to separate. Amanda did not like that and we talked about our relationship and expectations. I considered it serious the moment she met Ruby, while Amanda didn't see it quite the same way. She knew she wanted me in her life and understood that meant she had to try with Ruby. Amanda has decided to find her own professional teaching. She thinks it'll be better for her frustration to show there than with Ruby or I. I'll keep teaching Mia because she really enjoys it. It doesn't matter whether she is fluent as long as she is trying. I know Ruby will appreciate the effort, but now Ruby will still have to use other methods to communicate. She was anyway, but hopefully one day she won't have to. Unfortunately, my brother stands by what he says. He said that even though Amanda has given in, it was still unfair of me, and I'm lucky Amanda was willing to put up with it. I've honestly lost a lot of respect with him with all of this. I don't understand how he can think that about Ruby and I. Still, overall, I'd say it's gone well. Thanks for the advice, whichever way you lent. I think we'll be able to get through it. And there was a comment below this one wondering if the brother put in any effort himself to learn sign language or he's just trying to make him feel better about not learning it himself. What do you guys make of that one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Now, this one comes from Boring Throwaway Account who says, Am I the a-hole for calling my girlfriend boring? My 29 male girlfriend, 25 female, have been together for a little over five years. She's rather introverted and doesn't drink or enjoy going out. She'd rather stay in and watch a movie or go to a nice dinner. I don't mind doing this sometimes, but sometimes I feel like it would be nice to have some drinks with my girlfriend. It feels like all she does is go to work, work on a dissertation, go to the gym and sleep. The other night, I convinced her to go out to some bars. After a while, she agreed, but said she was tired from work and school. So she only wanted to go out for a little while. I was fine with this, but the entire time we were out, she was entirely sober, acting pissed off, and it was honestly not fun to be around. I got annoyed and told her her energy was bad, and she said it was just because she was tired, but she was enjoying the music. It didn't look like it at all. We left after a couple of hours. Normally, when I'm with friends, I like to stay out till 2 to 3 a.m., the next morning, I brought up how she was acting and suggested the next time we go out that she has just one drink to loosen up a bit and maybe it'll be more fun for her. I also said that I feel weird being the only one getting drunk and that it sucks drinking alone. She disagreed and got mad at me saying that I need to grow up and drinking and partying aren't everything. I'll admit that I've gone overboard going out with friends in the past and this led to arguments that I regrettably don't remember. But I've been depressed and going out is one thing that makes me feel better. I jokingly asked her when she got so boring and she snapped at me saying that she would rather save up for a nice vacation or go to a music festival slash concerts or a nice expensive dinner. These things are out of my budget and a vacation is only a once or twice a year thing anyway. And when we do go on vacation, she'd rather do boring touristy stuff like go to museums or sightsee. I told her that I don't think I can give her the life she wants and is used to. She had a very wealthy upbringing. She called me an arsehole and has been acting cold ever since. So, am I the arsehole? Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Opie then does edit the post and says, I didn't expect for this to take off so fast. I just wanted to add some info clarifying some things. We do have quite a bit in common overall. We met at a music festival and share a love for music. When we first started dating, when she was still an undergrad, we would go to concerts frequently and had a lot of fun. We have the same goofy sense of humor. We both like fitness and video games. We both like the travel. But like I said, I can't afford it right now. She's used to going on luxurious vacations abroad with her family that cost 10 to 30k. And I can't offer the same. I do love and care about her, which is why I want to go out with her. Only going out with my friends all the time is not the same. I originally liked how opposite we were because I felt like she brought balance to my life that I needed. But as I'm nearing 30, I regret not doing more in my 20s and I'm scared of wasting time not having fun. I admit that my word choice was stupid and while I was joking, it wasn't perceived that way. Outrageously Penguin says you're the a-hole, you sound beyond boring. Your girlfriend likes to do things that actually engage her mind. All you want to do is get drunk and insult her and start stupid arguments when you're too drunk. I hope she dumps you. She was trying to meet you in the middle and you acted like an ass about it. Gordon says you're the a-hole, you sound like an alcoholic dude. The fact that she doesn't enjoy getting wasted with you until 2am doesn't mean she's boring. It means she has different priorities. She honestly sounds way more mature than you if her idea of having fun is saving up for a cool vacation to go see new things while yours is just getting drunk all the time. College is over. Develop some fucking interest outside of drinking. You're the boring one. Affectionate hand says you're the a-hole. You are wrong. She's right. Grow up. We should normalize not drinking slash not getting drunk. If you want to drink every once in a while, that's fine. But stop trying to act like there's a problem with people who don't drink. If you're going to have fun while sober, you're the one with a problem. Also, quite a few people will disagree with the idea that museums are boring. Maybe you just have different ideas of what is fun. Appropriate let says you're the a-hole, so you have different ideas of what is fun and what is worth spending money on. That's fine, but to try and goad her into drinking when she's repeatedly said she doesn't want to and to call her names when she refuses is asshole behavior. You should think about breaking up since it's pretty obvious you're not going in the same direction in life. Also, if she says she's tired, why don't you believe her? She's working and in grad school. She's fucking tired and it's both normal and smart of her to prioritize rest and health when she's got free time. It's fine of you to prioritize having fun and getting drinks with your buddies, but those aren't her priorities. Another commenter said, you're the a-hole. Your girlfriend sounds responsible and motivated. You sound like you just want to go and get drunk and complain that you don't have money to do nice things. Instead of insulting her over incredibly reasonable boundaries, why not just break up and go find a girlfriend who's more aligned with your life goals? To which OP says, I guess I just don't get her agreeing to go out and act and blah the whole time. She even said recently that she wants to try and go out more because she wants to hang out with me and try to enjoy the things I enjoy. 
As for breaking up, I really don't want to enter the dating pool at my age. While I might not have conveyed it well in the post, she is a great person, loyal, and my family and friends adore her, which is a first for me. I don't want to lose that. I just wish we could do more together like we used to. Opie responds to another comment and says, I work 60 plus hours a week in a corporate job and I don't have a wealthy family to back me up on anything. I've been on my own since I got kicked out at 17 and have worked hard for everything I have. So I don't think it's fair for everyone to say I have different priorities or that I don't have goals. I would have gone to grad school after college, but I have student loans and don't have a multiple six-figure college fund to get multiple degrees like she does. We also have separate finances, so it's not like I'm blowing her money on myself. I mentioned in another comment that I would be going to grad school for an MBA, but I'm still in debt for my undergraduate degree. My family is not rich and I don't have a multiple six-figure college fund, trust fund, or dad's money to lean on when things get hard. We live in a big city for my job and the cost of living is rising. When we met, she was the president of a sorority and would often go out with her sorority sisters and stay out late. She still didn't drink much, but she'd still dance and have fun. Now when she goes out, if at all, she usually wants to sit and listen to the band or DJ. She encourages me to dance and have fun on my own while she sits and watches, but then gets annoyed if she thinks I've had too much. So then OP updates the post and says, well, I have the update you all been waiting for. I decided to go out with some friends last night to blow off some steam. Yeah, dumb, I know. I managed to stay out until 5 or 6 a.m. I honestly didn't mean to. I tend not to check my phone when I'm out and when I finally checked it, I had a ton of missed calls and texts from my girlfriend asking where I was or if I was okay. I was fine. My friends just wanted to hang out longer than I expected. When I got home, she was angry that she had to stay up all night worrying about me getting home safely. I didn't ask her to stay up for me. She sat me down and said that she will not be renewing our lease when it's up and, and it's up to me to decide how long I'll be going forward until then. She said it's not the drinking that's the issue, but the fact that it feels like she has to parent me after the fact and can't relax while I'm drinking, even when it's with friends. So yeah, now I'm spending my Friday apartment hunting and looking for a therapist. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the A-Hole subreddit from AccomplishedBar5656 who says, Am I the A-Hole for suing my parents for my college money? My great aunt set up savings accounts for all of her female relatives. In our culture, education for women is not really valued and she thought that was bullshit. She lived with her father in London where she was educated. She went on to attend university and became a doctor. She married a British man. They moved to America and had a great life. She funded the education of as many of her nieces and grandnieces as she could. When she passed away, she left money for every girl relative she could. My parents managed to access the accounts that were set up for my sister and I. They used it to pay for my brother's wedding. My sister didn't care because she got married two years out of high school and had no intention of going to college. When I graduated, I went to the bank to get money for school and it was almost all gone. There was like $13,000 left. I asked my parents about it and they said they had needed the money. I finally found out where the money went. I got furious. I got student loans and moved out. I'm a great source of shame to them and I don't give two fucks. I'm currently suing them for the money that was left for me. My entire family is against me. They all think I'm a complete asshole for airing private family business in public and that I'm putting money ahead of family. My friends are all on my side, but they are all Americans and don't really get my culture. Neither do I, to be honest. My brother called me up and offered to pay for my university if I dropped the lawsuit. 
I agreed as long as we had a legally binding contract. He said I was being an asshole for not trusting him. I said he should not have accepted my money for his wedding. It is causing all kinds of embarrassment in our community. I am somewhat ashamed to be doing this, but I don't want to have this debt. I should not have. And we're starting the comments with timely ask 1327 who says not the a-hole. Your parents didn't borrow your money. They stole it. Have you have all the documents to show that money was yours? Your brother is also the asshole for trying to get you to drop a lawsuit with what is most likely a lie. If you have a chance to start a life without student debt, you do whatever you can to do that. Your parents, and I'm sorry but their culture, sounds completely toxic. I'm glad you got out. If you respond saying the student law center at my university is helping me with everything. I have proof that the money was mine. I'm trying to do everything I can so this does not become a criminal matter. Mopper 300 says in quotes, they all think I'm a complete asshole for airing private family business in public, that I am putting money ahead of family, and says no. They think you're an asshole for holding them accountable for their awful actions. They thought you would be a pushover, but you are showing them that you are not. Your great aunt would be proud of you, and you aren't the one putting money ahead of family. They did when they stole your money. They already showed you how little they think of you, or respect you, or love you as a family member when they screwed you over. Not the a-hole, obviously. Kav K says, not the a-hole, your parents and your brother had the opportunity to keep this a private matter when you told them you would sue them if they didn't return the money or pay for your schooling, since you already have been betrayed by family members you trusted. Your brother should not be offended that you want a written contract. And one more comment from Professor Yaffel who says, not the a-hole, your parents stole from you. I find it difficult to believe that that's culturally acceptable. If they had asked you to agree to the money being used, it would be different although still not great given the power imbalance, and I would have thought that intentionally disrespecting the dead would be a no-no in most cultures. You aren't airing family business in public. You are dealing with a theft. Your parents are the ones who chose to lie and steal. They only have themselves to blame that their actions have caught up with them. And yes, formal binding legal contract in place to withdraw your legal claim is essential. You are not being an a-hole. If your brother is being honest and trustworthy, then there is no reason for him to object. If he isn't, then there's a reason to get it formally drawn up. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if it was you? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. As always, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. So naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in the spare crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care. Uh, you just don't, still selling false hope. 